This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following program is rated TV MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. Yeah, welcome back to the next episode of Talk Talk Scary Scary to Me. me. (laughs) Talk Scary to Me. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that first um, podcast. Got to know a lot about us ladies. Did you guys figure out that scary, scary... Scary sound. sound. <laughs> Did anybody what hear that it? Was y'all? Okay. I've had a ghost follow me from all. It's been in all of my houses. Oh, that is crazy. Every single one. So now I've I've had to wait to hear this story. I would like to know what is in this house that I that you bring me to. <laughs> okay, so okay now nobody knows this. Like I actually got to make sure my mom doesn't see this because she'll probably be freaked out. Um, oh, no. But so my sister so. We moved into the house in uh-huh. summer, like two years ago, right? We did a we were doing a lottery modeling, uh, and I was in Scotland filming a movie, and I had put a bunch of stuff that we were selling from, like we just ripped everything out. And we were just selling it on Facebook Marketplace. So, okay. someone contacted me when I was there saying, "Yes, I love." It was like the vanity in like my bathroom down here, or something oh, okay. that just didn't go with my style. So I was putting in a new, a new, more contemporary vanity. So she's like, "Yes, I love it." Da, da, da. What you know, you don't they don't know where you live when you put stuff on Facebook. So I was like, "Oh, you know, here's the you know." She's like, "I wanted to come see it." So I messaged my husband and said, "She's going to come see it. If you want to contact her, you know, give her the address, whatever." So he gives her the address and she's, I see their messaging because I'm in the group message and it, she's like, oh my God, I used to live, shut up. I used to live two doors down from you when wow. I was married. I used to live like, oh my God, you're in, I won't say the name of that, the people that lived in this house, but everybody always referred to the people that lived in my house 
by their last names, but there was another couple in between those people and us, but nobody ever talked about the people in between. It was always like, oh, you know, the Smiths, let's just call them the Smiths. Yeah. Um, oh, you're in the Smiths' house. You're in the Smiths' house. And I was, I was like, God, the Smiths. Everybody loves like, the Smiths. Loves, yeah. You know, everybody talks about the Smiths, but they don't talk about, you know, the the ones in between them. Yeah. It's so weird. Anyway, um, so <laughs> so she comes, she looks at the vanity, and she she buys it, and she says to my husband something. I wasn't here. This is just third. I'm here. It's like telephone almost. Okay. She says something like, oh, you know, it's awful what happened in that house. My husband's like, what? What happened in the house? She's like, oh, oh, you didn't hear? He's like, no, I didn't hear anything. What are you talking about? Apparently, Mrs. Smith and Mr. Smith got into a fight. Okay. Or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. I run- And I'll tell you when this happened after I tell you the story, which I just found that out like a few weeks ago. Um, and I don't know if Mrs. Smith was drunk or on drugs, or was an accident, or it was not an accident, but she fell off the balcony out of my bedroom. No. And died in my driveway. <gasps> Are you serious? <laughs> this yeah. one over here? Uh-huh. <gasps> um, so they said she died on the way to the hospital. Mm-hmm. No one's really given me like the exact story. Um, but and he wasn't charged anything. Like, no, it was- completely. She had alcohol in her, in her system, I guess, and he wasn't. Uh, he was found at no fault. Like I guess she had t- two young children, uh, and he was supposedly with. From what I've heard, he was with them, and they got into a fight. She went upstairs and she fell oh, off of no. the balcony, supposedly. But people thought that maybe he she, pushed her yeah. or something else. Um, so anyway, um, the, the creepy thing and for me was that she was my age. Wow. So she was 43, which is, I, I expected her to be like much older, older. for some yeah, reason. Yeah, that's what I pictured. I pictured like some older. drunk, you know, yeah. woman in her like late fifties that's yeah, like fighting, so you know, young. with like teenage kids. She was young. She had young sons Whoa. and, um, really, yeah, so weird. Um, because when I... When we bought the house, I always felt like there was something kind of odd. My house has like they, – they rebuilt like above my garage and stuff. So there were some things that had been changed. Um, nothing was changed after the Smiths were here. Yeah. Um, but – but and they still – you know, he, the husband and kids still lived in the house for I think three or four years after it had happened. Wow. So it wasn't like – Something where they felt like they, you know, it wasn't, it didn't feel like anything bad, I yeah. guess. So I don't ever feel anything bad in mm-hmm. here. Sometimes I'll lay in my bed and like look out the, you know, look out the door and think like, how is that possible that she could have, unless she was climbing up on something because the banister's high. So, you know, maybe that she was trying to water something. Um, but anyway, um, it had happened. So my neighbors came over a couple weeks ago during quarantine and they'd never, they hadn't been in our house cause we'd moved in and then there was quarantine. So yeah. they came over and we were, we were talking and, um, I guess the wife of my neighbor used to play tennis with Mrs. Smith. Wow. And, um, she was just saying how lovely she was and, you know, she, it was just tragic cause it, it happened. They went to a Halloween party and it happened on Halloween Eve. No, it did not. Yes, it did. <gasps> oh my God. There's no way that this woman just like fell. There, there's no way. What do you think? Um, I think maybe what they were. What does that woman think? She doesn't know. She has no like. 
she I think I my gut tells me that she was probably drunk and they were fighting and maybe she like what makes you like climb on a banister it's just not the way you kill yourself no so I mean maybe there were there used to be there was there uh, you can see there used to be plants and stuff up there and there were chairs out there that I actually got rid of pretty quickly after I found out that had been here from from then yeah there was a lot of stuff that still stayed in the house after they had moved out and the the owner before us just kept in the house it's like weird but once I found out that she that she had died here um I felt a sense of peace like almost like she was happy that I was taking care of her home and yeah. like raising my babies here and mm. we were happy and things were good. Yeah. So um, I definitely felt like, okay, she's cool with me being here. Like I'm cool. She'll make sure everything is like all right. So, but when I hear stuff, I definitely yeah. think like, you know, she's, she's kind of visiting and, wow. and checking stuff out. And when I remove things, cause there were a lot of kitschy things in my house that aren't really my style. Mm-hmm. Um, like our fireplace had these uh, like black wrought iron um, cats. Oh, strange. With like uh, glowing eyes, like as where you, where whatever you hold, wherever the wood, I don't know what yeah. it's called. Um, and I was like, oh, that's got to go. And then I hadn't got rid of it until after. Then I found out about her and then I, I removed it with like, I'm sorry, I'm respecting your stuff, mm-hmm. but this just doesn't really fit with me. So I'm just going to put it over here. You oh, know, like I wanted to make you. sure yeah, like I wasn't like you. throwing <laughs> shit out. Getting you rid of my cats, bitch. Getting you rid of my cats. Yes. So, um, so no one knows that only my, my sister and my wow. husband knew and they didn't tell me until months later because my David thought I was going to want to move. Yeah. So he was like, I'm not telling her because if she wants to move, this is going to be a nightmare. Yeah. I just went, so we went to dinner with like TGI Fridays and I could tell you something on his mind. And again, it was like months after we'd moved in. He's like, um, so I have something to tell you. And I was like, what? He's like, so, um, so our house. And I was like, what happened in our house? Oh no. He's like, well, I was like, did someone die in our house? Did someone, someone murdered in our house? (laughs) And he was like, not exactly. I was like, did someone drown in the pool? Because if someone drowned in the pool, I, then I probably would probably would want to leave. Yeah, you'd have to leave. Because um, it would be, it would feel like it would be um, uh, tragic. Yeah. Like, even though that yeah. was tragic, that seemed to be quick for mm-hmm. some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, so Mrs. Smith. Do you think it made you feel better that it was a female than like a man, than a man dying in your home? Well, a man. Uh, my first house I had on my own. There was a, a the man had died there. So, okay. um, and I always felt like he was hanging out. Like he built the mm-hmm. house and raised his whole family there. And he died mm-hmm. in like his late eighties. Okay. So I always felt, but like my fan would turn on in the middle of the night, and my light, like random things would happen. Mm-hmm. The music mm-hmm. would turn up full blast in my living room, like weird yeah. things. But I always felt like, oh, this is cute. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't really bother me. Okay. Um, after my friend Jonathan died, uh, weird shit started happening in my rental house that I was in. That would, like, I sat in my living room one time and watched with people and watched the door handle turn and the door close and unturn and nobody was in there. Oh, that's strange. I've never, I mean, I, you know, I, you know me, I grew up in the mortuary yes. world and I've, I've. For those of you that don't know. Oh, yes. Mortuary living over here. My girl in the flesh. Um, That's crazy. But I've I've had my one crazy thing was, you know, as a kid being in that environment, I didn't really have too many friends. So I had a lot of imaginary friends. Dead people? Yes. Well, you know, I mean, at that time, you don't really register that. But I remember um, I had this one particular like little girl that I would talk to all the time. 
And I guess my dad asked me, like, this is when I was really young. So it's, like, before, like, I knew, like, how to spell my name correctly. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. And um, my middle name is Star. And so, you know, my dad just thought, oh, I named her Star. And he was like, well, what does she look like? And I, like, described what she looked like to my dad. And my dad, like, went pale. Oh, God. And my dad was like, can I, can I show you a picture? And he showed me a picture. And I was like, oh, that's Star. And it was someone that he had. And it was who he named me after. Oh, he had, shit. He had buried a little girl like two or three years prior, I guess, that he knew. Yeah. And her name was Star. And, and he told me that when I was in my adult years. And I was like, what? Oh, my God. I was like, that is crazy. I was like, I was just fucking we hanging just- out with like. <laughs> we were just chilling. <laughs> Oh my Are god. Are you kidding me? Oh. Like serious like Amityville anim- horror bullshit here? Oh. Yeah, that was nuts. Oh my god. But I like I've never really never had weird things happen in your house even though you grew up with a bunch of spirits no. essentially. Uh, well, like like I'll I'll get from time to time but I think like people like put it down to like a paralysis kind of thing that you ha- you have like yeah. in bed. Like yeah. I'll, I'll there was one time that I my roommate she told me she was like she had like a bad thing like follow her Uh like a bad thing and i didn't know that moving in with her and like Uh apparently a lot of fucking weird shit would happen to her and i remember i slept in her bed um when she was gone because i was watching um her dog and literally it felt like somebody was crawling on top of me and the weight it felt like a big man was getting on top of me and pushing me deeper and deeper in to the bed and I remember I was very calm I didn't panic and I just kind of like kept saying in my head like I know that this is happening it's gonna be okay I'm just gonna go to sleep now and I just like you to like stop Mm. and I fell asleep eventually and then it was done but so this was happening when you were awake yeah oh god yeah but you know you can't do anything you just gotta like not just gotta write it out oh yeah, my god like, okay okay this is happening like it's not gonna kill you no you have to know it's not gonna no. kill you. yeah but that was like the only thing um but i'm like all about ghosts and ghost stories and all of that Ooh, and, send like, in your ghost stories people oh my god yes i want to hear all of this stuff i know it's like like reading my dad's case files is like oh, my my yes. favorite thing i was like why who what when like, I need god. to know. Oh, I had this book. Um, oh god, I would read that in oh, a heartbeat. Well, you know, it, it was uh, crazy things happening. But my dad died in, a, in an. Uh, we'll get to that in another podcast in mm-hmm. an interesting, odd, um, confusing sort of way. Mm. And uh, the coroner wrote a book. I, I wasn't sure if it was a murder or accident with my dad. So um, the the coroner, I guess, was like the the head of. The head corner in yeah. New York City at the time wrote a book that I found on eBay about about, about it, it's called like suicide or murder, and it's all of his cases and like whoa, w- what is it? You should. Send, and I was hoping to see if like oh, you should. He send was in there. My or something. dad, like your your cases, your case of your dad, and get his opinion. I mean, he did that for years. Well, there's no, um, everything's gone. Yeah. Like oh, there's okay. no, I've been trying to get copies of stuff and proof of stuff. And that's oh, the darn. problem is that it doesn't exist. Hmm. So I don't know if he's Crazy. in like I've never witness known protection that story or, or anything. It's, it's something that I haven't really talked about much. Oh, okay. So, but it'll be an, in, it, not because there's a reason yeah, for it, it's just like but it's, that. the story is so intricate and so interesting that we'll, we'll have to cover that like mm-hmm. true life crime stuff. Yeah. That's probably why I'm fascinated with all that stuff. Oh yeah. That's probably why I wanted to be, if I was not an actor, I'd be a homicide detective. Same here. 
That's so weird. <laughs> that's so weird. <laughs> we should start looking into like, in, we should start oh, doing this. all the podcasts I listen to. Me too. Are, oh my God, Danielle, can we add this? Okay, yes. so it's going to be sex, love, horror, and, and real, crime, true crime investigation. Yes, true crime. I'm oh, obsessed. that's amazing. Oh, cool. We should Dateline's have, my favorite show. Oh my God, we should have a case of every week that we kind of like just our own input right. on it. Oh, I love this. All right, done. Cool. Done so welcome done. to our uh, Talk Scary to Me. Hi, guys. Welcome back. <laughs> um, let's, let's mix it up a little bit. Um, cool. So I, I want to, let's get to, so love and sex seems to go hand in hand. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, so this is a really cool question I got. I don't know if I should read his name because maybe he'll be embarrassed, but I'm going to go ahead and say the question and then if it's cool, I'll just, you know. Yeah. How do I, there we go. Okay, so his name's Frank. We'll leave it at that. Frank. Frank says, my biggest fantasy is seeing my wife with another person, guy or girl. It's because I'm the only person that she's ever been with. And because of that, she's not experienced a lot. I'm basically giving her a hall pass, but she's a big believer in monogamy. I've asked and I've asked and it's always a no, but I feel like we need to spice things up. She's not into toys either. I've tried that too. I'm confident enough to know it wouldn't affect our marriage negatively. Mm. How would I coax her, coax, I hate that word, coax her into the idea or is it even possible? Or will it forever be only fantasy? What do you think? Damn, that's hard. I mean, that's very, very hard. I mean, you, well, okay, this is what I do. I put myself in her shoes. Mm-hmm. If that's my belief, if 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 my boyfriend came to me and was like, my fantasy is seeing you with someone else, but I'm like, I'm like I said before in the one, podcast, before, yeah. I'm one person. Yeah. I, I would feel like I was cheating. Right, right. Even if he gave yeah, me, me too. like consent. Yeah. I don't think I would, A, I wouldn't enjoy it. Right. So what's the fun in watching me not enjoy it? Right. And he's not, he's seeing it's not for his pleasure. It's for, yeah. It's, well, isn't, I mean, it kind of sounds like that's what he was saying, right? Yeah. Like it's for her. He thinks that she, well, it's his biggest fantasy. Yeah. It so, seems like it's something that he wants to see. He wants more to than, see her. I think. You, I think that's when you just kind of. But he's saying to, it's because she's inexperienced. That can't be why. No, there's an underlining. It's like there's an. There has to be an underlining. That can't be it. I mean, you don't want to give. Yeah. Your person more experience with somebody no, else. With somebody else. <laughs> then give your partner experience. I then always like, work. Yeah. Then work. I mean, but he Do also it. said that she doesn't want toys. She, she doesn't, doesn't want, want anything. Else. He just. He really just wants her to open. Are up. they married? Or are they not Sa- married? He says my wife. My wife. Oh, that's that. See, that's something that. Okay, guys, we've got one life. I don't know yeah. how to like say that. So like, we one life, and yeah. it goes by really quickly. I feel like before you commit with someone. Yeah, you experience to, stuff. Please. Yeah, experience stuff, and you need to and make sure experience with your partner because you're mm-hmm. going to grow and change, and things are going to happen. Yeah, how what what would you do if you put yourself in her shoes? Well, I, or his. I mean, I would be worried. I always worry bringing another person into a relationship that that person you're they're going to fall in love with that person. Mm-hmm. Like, what happens if he like brings another man in and she's like, oh my god, I can't stop thinking about that man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you ruin your marriage. Yeah. Um, but he must feel like she's not satisfied. That just seems like what it is. There's something that, that isn't satisfying her or he thinks would be and could be better. And he wants her to sort of break free from that. I mean, I guess I would say, um, you know, I've been to swingers clubs, um, and because I am a total, 
uh, voyeur. I love, I'm all about watching other people, mm-hmm. not not necessarily having them watch me. So maybe that would be something that they could do was, would be just to, ex- I mean, I can't imagine she doesn't want to use toys for going to watch no, other people fuck. Have sex, there's no way. <laughs> I'm like, I wonder if that would be okay. Uh, she should, um, they, he should take her to her Burning her to the Man. Fire Man, literally. <laughs> just, just take her to Burning Man. It's yeah. like there everywhere. And yeah, just do just, it. <laughs> He just has to get her to be more, a little more comfortable more open, with herself, more comfortable. maybe. I mean, but she should be willing to try yes. some stuff. Yes. Like, you always ha- you have to have an open mind, and you have to, like, you know, you have to I mean, unless something happened. Yeah. You know, I don't know if there's... Oh, maybe if there's, she was raped or some, yeah, something Yeah, something might have happened that could... That could I, then I'm, listen, I'm no, we're no psychiatrists or psychologists, yeah. people. We're just giving you our general advice. We're two regular girls. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, so, you know, take it or leave it. Don't, uh, uh, don't, don't like listen to us a hundred percent. Yes. Uh, but we're just giving you our advice. Um, I don't know. That's a really tricky one, right? That is a tricky one. I feel like just being open and honest and you have to respect your partner, whether she says no or yes. Think of something else that would be your fantasy. Is it his fantasy because she won't do it? You know, I wonder if there's a little bit of like. I don't know. Is there something else that could suffice? Like maybe you guys watching porn yeah, while watch you porn guys together. were doing it? I mean, like something like that. Maybe that might be a little bit more comfortable for her. Um, yeah, I wonder if she wa- if they watch porn together and she could openly fantasize about another man while they're together. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how that would work. God, yeah, that's that's very difficult. Um, but yeah, I, I think the only way that you, you just have to, you have to respect your partner yeah. and the decision that they, they want. That's not something that just to try to see if no. it works. You don't, you don't just try that. Start baby steps, guys. Yeah. Baby steps. <laughs> well, think of another like fantasy. They like sex, sex toys. Okay. No. Something. Okay. No. Well, now I'm just going to drunk like full speed ahead here. <laughs> I mean, maybe she'll, maybe she can kiss somebody. Maybe Would it's you something want a as simple pass as that. in your relationship? No, hell no. Yeah, same. No, no way. No, thank you. No way. And I don't. I would never give a hall pass. I would be so weirded out. Yeah, no. So weirded out. I'm uninterested. Yeah, no, thank nope, you. Nope, I am a one person person. Yeah, that's good. That was a good question. That's a really good one. Yeah. Right? Oh, I hope you figure it out. I yeah. really do. Just be open and honest, and hopefully she's able to try other little things. let us know things. what happens. Yeah. I want to know. Maybe try the porn thing. Yeah, I would. I doubt. You know what else is really good too? Um, I love erotic novels. Have you ever read? Um, I do. Anne Rice's uh, Sleeping Beauty trilogy. No, I haven't. It's so good. Really, I like so comic good. comic books. Oh shit! Oh, this is very different <laughs> Those from <are> that. Cool. <laughs> it's like the capture. The torture and the release are, I think, oh. it are like the three different ones. Okay. But reading them out loud with your partner, really, or something, because there's got to be, yeah, those are. That's a nice, like, oh, cool, interesting, you know, sort of thing. Oh, nice. Um, okay, what's your question? Oh, yes. What let's do you see have here? What do I have here? Do we want to stick on the love train, or do we want to? Yeah, let's stick on the love train here. Um, so this is a little bit more. Um, this is from Love Lib. Uh, how to get over a heartbreak and disappointment from someone you loved and trusted. Hmm. You know, it, it depends on like the age that you, you kill are. them. Yeah, no. <laughs> you murder them. <laughs> then so you don't have to worry love about anybody it. again. <laughs> do what we do in our movies. That's just right. kidding. <laughs> um. I mean, well, is heartbreak easy for you? 
Um, I've had really amicable breakups. Okay. I've had no like tortured, oh my God, mm. I miss that person. I can never talk to them again. I've, it's when I'm done, I'm done. Yeah. Um, and they're usually You're done Gemini. too. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and usually it's like, it takes a long time to, to be done, unfortunately, because mm-hmm. I'm still interested in pieces or I understand why someone does something and I give them time yeah. to kind of figure it out. But, but I mean like my breakup before I, I got married, um, was I, I, we like literally sat down we're like at two o'clock today after breakfast we're gonna stand we're gonna talk and we went to breakfast and we stand at two o'clock and we had a conversation I was like this isn't working he's like it's not working it was five years wow and uh and he said to me uh if you want I'll never forget it he said if you want security and stability I'm the wrong guy and I was like wow how very adult of you like, well, I was like, well, I'm not going to have a baby and sleep on your friend's couch because you yeah. don't want to get a job because you're an actor. Like, yeah. because you don't want to go bartend. Like, I was selling shampoo. I had done our Halloween movie and then was working for a beauty distributing company where I was a shampoo rep. Really? I was going, oh, yeah, girl. Oh, I was wow. like, I needed that $3,000 a month, you yeah. know, of, of security because yeah. I didn't know when I was going to work, work again. again. Yeah. So for mm-hmm. me, I was like, I'm so grateful to have this. Yeah. Um, so I worked as a rep. I sold nail polish and filled orders at beauty supply stores. And wow. it was a little weird going in there like um are you are you just in a movie yeah <laughs> it's like i'm your moroccan oil rep <laughs> but i love products yeah. and i love like beauty things and i loved i mean i i i would love i loved like doing something that was different for me mm-hmm. so um yeah so he said that to me and i was like wow the fact it, what bothered me more was that he was okay with that mm-hmm. he was okay with there not being security and stability mm-hmm. it's like how is that cool with you you're yeah. older than me and I can't feel safe if I'm the only one that like picks up the slack, you know, I fucking go bartend, like go, go work at a, who who are you to be too proud Mm -hmm. to like not get a real job? I mean, you want to have a family and you don't want to get a job? No way do I feel secure. So I was like, okay, cool. That's totally fine. I'm not cool with my kids sleeping on your friend's couch. If we have a baby, like, and we lose our house. Yeah. Because once I'm pregnant and can't work, then who pays the bills? Exactly. If you don't want to. So I'm out. And it was like, cool. And he moved out. And I think we hung out maybe two more times after it. And he went and lived on his friend's couch. Get out. Yeah. So he did, exactly. And then went to find another woman after that had was divorced and had money. And uh, she took Oy. care of him, too. Oy. And it's just like, it's just a cyclical yeah, cycle. Crazy thing. I definitely, each and You've every. You've been brokenhearted, right? Oh, fucking. You're brokenhearted. Broken. I'm the brokenhearted queen over here. Oh, huge. But I, I think like. I would, there was something, I actually, do you know S, SLA? I'm about bringing this up right now, guys. Yeah. Sex Love Anonymous. So I, I S-L-A-A. Uh, yes, yeah, sorry. Yes. So I went into that program. And, Me too. And yeah. Okay. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Hi. Yes. Which I think it's an amazing, amazing. So SLA is Sex and Love Addicts Anonymous. It's yes. a 12-step program that's really quite wonderful. Um, and it's, it's everything from sex addicts to sex anorexics to... Uh, love addiction and it is a very very real real mm-hmm. thing and a difficult thing to conquer it is it, it definitely is but after after my uh my cycle of my relationships mm-hmm. and being brokenhearted and them ending tragically and never communicating with that person mm-hmm. ever again um i was like hmm what's some uh what's some stuff in here that right. i need to take care of right. and figure out so I, I i did like three years great and i realized that i had never been single I just went from relationship to relationship to relationship, and I was very codependent. Mm. Um, And so were the other people. Right. So it was just like two codependent people trying to make like a relationship work. Did you find yourself involved with other sex and love addicts? 
Or maybe they uh, didn't know it. Yes, they didn't know it. Yeah. We all figured it out yeah, together. at some point, yeah. Yeah, it was so, so... And it isn't exciting for anyone that's like, oh, what's that? Is that a real thing? Like, it isn't like a bunch of no. people that just want to fuck all the time. Like, no. it's much more intense and, and serious than that. Yeah, it's, it, there, it, there come, it comes from a lot of trauma that you have to, like, you know, break down walls to discover and be actually, like, admit to yourself right that you are a little broken and right. that you need help and you you need to like do this to be the better version of you so that that love can yeah. come into your right. life if you if you don't like love yourself right no one's gonna love you i would change what i looked like how i dressed yeah, what i did depending on the person dude it was I, like cra- crazy yeah. i mean and i then went after through my they, gothic like, phase because of my boyfriend i got my first fucking massive tattoo on my side because of my boyfriend because he cheated on me with a tattooed girl oh. like stupid 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 stuff super oh. insecure when i was younger yeah. And I would never fucking change anything now. That's right. <laughs> for, you just are who you are. That's right. But you yeah. gotta find someone that loves you for you. Totally. A hundred percent. Definitely so interesting. Don't change yourself. I, I have this thing where I love people that are just authentic. I don't care how crazy, how fucked up, how who what they look like, where they come from. Like I just want them to be honest with mm-hmm. me about who they really are. When I ask somebody how they're doing it and I, I hear bullshit, I'm not I'm not interested. Yeah. So I find collecting all these people over the years of that are a bit broken or ha- but have really interesting stories mm-hmm. and are really real people. So I think that I wasn't looking for that when I was in my sex and love addiction. It yeah. was just like I was so in my head and becoming transforming into these different people and yeah, it was it was it's intense. It is so intense. It really is. But to answer your question, how to get over a, a heartbreak and disappointment. Kill them. I f- yeah, kill them first. Yes. If that doesn't work, but, yes. if they don't die, <laughs> I think do self, self-work self on yourself. Yeah. And stay single for, if not how long you were with them, mm-hmm. maybe even a little bit longer. Because it takes yeah. a long time for you to get over them. So don't jump into something. Right. Like if you've been with them for a year, be single for a year and a half. Yeah, you can date yeah. and mess around and have mm-hmm. a good time. Just don't get into a relationship. Yes, and for these youngins, like se- seriously, guys, I, I know that it-, it seems like it's the end of the world and relationships are so important. If I could, I think Danielle could agree mm-hmm. with me, if I could tell myself anything is to not fucking get in a serious relationship in my 20s because the right person is going to be there when you're 30. Yeah, or, or 40. Or 40. You know, like just 20s, discover you, yourself, your body. And, and you'll know. You'll know when you meet your person. It's yeah. not It's not going to be hard. It's not going to be difficult. There isn't going to be drama. There isn't going to be back and forth, breakups and get back together. And uh, there's going to be stuff, but it's not going to be the way you think it is. That was like one thing that I, I thought what a relationship was because my first one was like breakup bad right. destroy break up so like if i didn't have that in my right. relationships i was like well what's wrong why aren't we right arguing why no it's aren't we good making fucking makeup sex right. i don't understand right. Right. <laughs> and you're like oh because that's actually unhealthy yeah oh duh <laughs> yes oh it's so funny that was such a good question i i love that I'm I'm a heartbreak person, so mm. I, I get it. Love, Lib, if you're going through that right now. Just do you, babe. Do you. Do you. Do you. All right. Do and you. just don't call them after. Like, don't pick. It's like smoking. It's like, yeah. you just give it up. You just have to give it up. I tell my one girlfriend, I'm like, delete their number. And, and you know, you'll, so you'll just hide. Too. I'm just yes. like, just delete it. Yeah. You need to de- erase it. I know. And block it so it can't call you back. It's hard one. It's hard. It's very really hard. hard. It's very hard. It is very hard. 
just don't answer. <laughs> don't answer the call. Yeah, that's it. It's like I said, it's like smoking. You just got to You just have to cold turkey it and just be done. Yeah. Eventually, you'll, for, you'll it'll go away. That's what I did with my, my last relationship that I was in before the one that I'm in now. I was the one, I was never the one that would leave a relationship. And then this one I left because I finally was like good working on myself good. and discovering, you know, my worth. Yeah. And, and I was kind of doing what you were doing. Right. I was like, I can't Mm-mm. have a baby with you. No. I was like, I can't. I want to be a mom yeah. and like I can't get a house with you right, like this right. there I can't have a future. I can't be an adult you with you. You marry who you date. Yes. They don't they are not going to be different. So yes. if it's not who you want to be with when you're dating, mm-hmm. it's not going to be who you want to be with when you're married. Yeah, guys. And one life, y'all. That's one it. life. Okay, do you have the next question? Or? Um, yes. Here's one. That was a good one, though. That was good, right? Um, If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about any one thing about yourself, life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know and why? Oh, man. Oh, no. See, I'm I'm that one that's like shaking the, the, the eight ball. Are you or you're not? <laughs> I'm, I am. I'm that one that's like, so tell me. <laughs> so tell me. <laughs> me too, girl. Me yeah. too. I'm like, just tell me my future. <laughs> am I going to be okay? Yes. Um, I think what I would want to know right now, the first yes. thing that came into my mind is... When am I going to have babies? Yes. Yes. Is literally like... What like, who is my my child gonna be? I guess I would want to mm. know. Like, who is my child gonna be? Like, cause I know I'm gonna have a baby. My my guy wants like two or three, and I'm like, one is coming out of this vagina. <laughs> I was like, you don't want to go through three times of that. You with never me. know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> but I I guess I would want to see like who they are as like an adult. I don't mm. know. Um, yeah. I'm just like I'm what in that the, time. What right if now. the picture was different? Uh, than what you thought it would be. How would that change? What if you, what if it you were told you could not have kids? Yeah. See, I thought about that. I've, would you want to know that, or would that break you now? I don't think it would. You know, I don't think it would break me because I I always wanted to adopt when I was okay. younger. That was like the one thing I would tell my mom, and she was thought that was very odd. Mm. She's like, I, I was like, I want to adopt. So I think I understood that at a young age. Right. So if I had to adopt, I think I would be fine. But not being able to have a baby would be very heartbreaking. Right. right. But at least I would have, you right. know, a of child. Course. Right, right, And all right. of that. Um, what about you? Um, I think, I just thought, I was thinking about this when I saw the question yesterday. Um, I think I would want to know when I was going to die. Really? Yeah. And how? No. No. Just when? Just when. Okay. So a woman read my palm the other at that con that oh, we were at. Oh, okay. And she like read my aura and she like told me a lot about like when I'm going to die oh, shit. and like all of that. What did she say? She well she was saying she was saying, well first of all she was like, well she I do have a long life. Okay. But I'm I'm going to make it until I'm pretty old. Okay. But she was also saying I'm going to hit this serious illness that's going to take me down for a little bit. And okay. there's three different options, three different pathways that I have. But all of them are are long. Okay. But they're it's all different from each other. Okay. And it was really strange. It was very very strange. She also told me that my 
marriage is going to end during that time as well. But then oh, I'm nice. going to find my new love. Okay. It's like, what? Okay. It's like, no, don't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> so I always tease my boyfriend now. I'm like, well, what are you, what are you going to fucking do? Right, right. What are you going to do? <laughs> He's like, what are you going to do? <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. I don't, you would want to know. Well, I think, you know, I was thinking about it. If I knew you know, in six months Mm -hmm. or in 30 years, like how would my, I feel like even if it was six months or 30 years, I would start to live my life differently, which is actually unfortunate because I should live it no matter what, you know, which I am. What would you do differently that you're not doing now? Uh, Well, that's, that's, that's the question, right? Mm -hmm. You know, um, I think just doing more of what I've already started to do because I've had kids, like starting to be a kid and live my life and just do things that are fun and not be so focused on work or Mm -hmm. relationships or, or whatever serious stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but I definitely, uh, yeah, I kind of want to know and I would just, just get on, just get on with it a little bit quicker Hmm. I would spend less time that's why there's another question that was like if you could have one hour of sleep and be fully refreshed would you take it um in exchange I forget what the exact question was but I thought okay well then what would I do like with all the other hours and 23 hours in the day like what the no I love my eight hours (laughs) it's great right I'm excited when I get to go to to sleep oh I get to go to bed oh it's almost bedtime what if if that feeling was you got that same thing and you only needed an hour we only think we need eight hours or six hours or however long it is because that's what we've always had what if it really was only one hour and we spent the rest of the time would you what would you get done like what would there what would life be like with 23 hours in a day I think exhausting exhausting I think exhausting what if it wasn't exhausting oh then yeah then that'd be great so you're getting like two two things yeah I mean I think that'd be great but what if see my thing is like what if you found out that you were gonna die soon jeez um well I god I mean I guess you there's see there's like I always ever think about your funeral no, I mean, well, I grew up in, right. like, you know, so I don't really think about it. And, and funeral was, like, the hard thing for me to watch because all the families, right. like, crying and bawling right, as right. a child at your your house. How was that energy in your house growing up? Like, oh. did it, did the energy, was the energy always so heavy? You no, know, my dad, I mean, morticians, they have, like, a, a knack for being, like, comedy, like, right. hey, guys. So, no, it was fucking crazy. Right, right. It was crazy happy, like, dad, stop fucking embarrassing me. Right. Like, all my guy friends would come to hang out with my dad. Okay. Yeah, like, it was, like, very, but, you know, but you do see it, you know, like, yeah. you see the bodies and you see the families oh. and all that stuff and what they have to go through and blah, 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 blah. Do you want to be cremated or? Yes. Yeah. No, I do not want to be buried in the ground and yeah. in the middle of no hell no. I, it's so weird. It's I like do. put me in the fire. Like put me in the fire. Put me in the fire. You know, because I just want to be in the house. I know. I want to be. I want. I want. I want somewhere like my kids can go. Oh, see, I have my grandma in my living room. Do like, you, yeah. Oh yeah, I have all yeah. my dogs. They're. I think they're in that cabinet behind you. Yeah. Oh, like really? I like. Yeah. Oh, I do. I have my. my yeah. Maybe I have it was four them dogs in the podcast could before. Been. Could have been. Shut up! Trying to sleep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so I think, yeah, I think um, I think knowing when you're going to die, I don't know, maybe I would just feel like I would just live my life a little bit fuller hmm. if I knew I had less time. That or maybe be so like, easy on myself, maybe a little yeah. more easy if I knew I had I was going to live till 100. Yeah. I wouldn't feel like I had to do so much in such a short period of time. Do you think that you're going to live a long life? Um, I think I'll be my 80s, Okay, hopefully. I don't yeah. see myself dying young. Yeah. Um, but I definitely have envisioned my funeral. Like if I were to die, 
you know, in, in a week, like what that would look like for my friends and family. And, yeah. and I, the stories, like I've fantasized about the stories that they would tell. And, you know, I mean, I have really close relationships with a lot of people that mm-hmm. uh, like real honest relationships. So I feel like the only thing that would be devastating to me is to leave my kid, your not kids, seeing my kids, your kids, my kids and my, my husband and my family, like that would be mostly my children that would be Mm -hmm. fucking devastating for me not to be able to and what they would have to go through without having their mom my dad died when I was seven so I get that like Mm -hmm. you know not having that that. Mm -hmm. so um I don't want to do that to my kids yeah but you know it's like well you talk about like oh if I found out of cancer like would I tell them would I tell anybody like I don't know maybe just because I'm in my mid-40s and you start to think about mortality and you know things start to shift a little bit yeah so it gets easier and it also gets gets harder you know Mm -hmm. when you're making out your will and you're doing you know you're doing that stuff when you have a family it's like these are just things you kind of have to think about you You don't want to leave a mess for everybody else to clean up you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. well this podcast is taking a totally different turn um let's get back to some sex questions let me see what do we have here i'm like whoa that just got too deep for me no so um let's see here do we do did we do a horror we haven't done let's talk about horror movies okay let's talk about it um who would you have wanted to play like uh like big movie that you're horror franchise related yeah um i think it would have been really fun to play like um like uh like in the exorcist Mm. i think that would have been really really fun to do or or um Firestarter. Oh yeah, dude, Drew Barrymore. Which they're fuck, redoing. Yeah, I know. I heard. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. It's amazing. They're Are redoing you... Christine too. Really? Oh yes. yes, I just announced it. Yes, I yeah, saw that. I just that. posted it yesterday. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw it in your post. Yeah, yes. yes. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. god they're gonna remake. They're remaking everything, everything. Everything. What about you? Um, you know, I'm like a poltergeist Carol Ann kind of girl. Cool. So, um, okay. I always think of just like young girls. Um. Would you God, ever see yourself so tackling, like, directing a remake? No. No? No. Mm-mm. Really? Because no. I would love to. Really? Yeah. No. Damn. I'm okay. uninterested. Okay. I don't know. I just feel like they're they're just looked at through a different yeah. glasses, you know? Yeah. You're just judged. You're already – I'm already scared enough as is. As you is, know? yeah. Because you know everyone's watching. So yeah. I, w- I would be a little bit freaked out to have to do that yeah i guess it would be really big shoes to fill yeah. for sure but go for it yeah <laughs> but, i mean <laughs> so i don't know like, just do it mind. listen if they came to me and offered it to me i probably would have to really think about really it because my instinct it. i'd be like oh god i'm scared but what am i really scared of yeah it's that thing someone that else is gonna about. just do don't it don't be scared and live your life i mean you see like how we do like i'm just have ideas and we're like fucking do it yeah people are asking about the podcast like where's it gonna be are you gonna do it every week who's gonna be on your show and i'm like we're gonna figure it out yeah we're just gonna <laughs> figure it out as we go because this is this is actually fun it'll change right yeah it'll change too and you guys will be able to tell us what you want what we need like i want everyone to be involved in the process yeah and that was like another thing that we were also discussing because i mean this is new for us we were maybe thinking about including phone calls yes i love kind that. of like which i love like dr drew yeah. you know kind of yeah. like that kind of thing so sarah silverman inter- does it too in her podcast oh, i love, see, it. love it and we can kind of interact because i can you. hear your voice mm-hmm. or send in video then i can see i mean it would have helped us too with that question that we yeah. did in, in earlier i mean you know the gentleman could have been like well we've done this yeah. we've tried this you know it, it kind of like yeah makes us help like get to like that root of the question and then also like possible video messages that we're yeah. able to play 
and all this you stuff. You guys can send us video messages, DM us, right? Yes. Send it on Instagram. Uh, can they if we don't follow them? I think them? so. Oh. Yeah. Mm. So maybe. Yeah, we, I think you can. Okay. But okay. you just have to like open it up. I did start a page for us. Did you really? I did. I was thinking about that. I was like, we need to I do an Instagram. But I, don't, but I don't know how. Oh, my phone's. How many uh, times we're am I going to forget it. that I'm using my phone? <laughs> um, yes. It's it's talk scary to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's a picture of you and I. Obviously, there's no post yet, but we can post some of the stuff later. Yes. Um, I don't know how to attach your name. It just says like, you can like put in like one name, I hit our names together, especially because yours is so fucking long. It was too many letters. Uh, it's it's Scout Compton. So, Scout Compton, that yeah, could work. Yeah. So we'll, uh, you have to help me figure out how to okay, kind of okay, we'll figure it out. M- maneuver it. Oh, nice. Um, and then I guess they can send their questions in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. That would be great. And then we could play it on the show and interact with you guys or call in or... You know, all that fun stuff. It is launching, guys. It is launching. Woohoo. But yeah, I mean, this is like we said before in the podcast before, we definitely want to include you guys. Like, this is for you, for us. So um, let us know what you think that we can do on the show to kind of make it a little bit better since this is like a newborn baby. Yeah. We're, we're, we're here we're to li- listen. it out. We're yes. letting you guys get to know us. We want to get to know you. Yes. Um, and I think, uh, I think that's it yeah, for, for, for this our... episode too. Wow. We discussed SLAA. <laughs> we discussed the person who died in my house. Um, and we discussed what our funerals would look like and what we would do with our life if we knew we were going to die. This is great. It's really interesting. Way different than the first one. I yes. love it. And now we're going to add like crime investigation yes. to our, since now we both love this. It's great. I love it. I can't wait. Uh, well, thank you guys Thanks so much for, for joining and listening. Bye. Bye. Ha, ha, ha.